Greetings and welcome again to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined Podcast. I am Dr. Asani Brogan and in this episode, I am talking about cultivating an abundance mindset in African spirituality. So this episode actually comes off of the tail of my previous episode with Baba Ifa Kunli, where we talked about Aji, the Orisha wealth in the Ifa tradition and things related to that particular dynamic. So since then, I've gotten a few questions about an abundance mindset in particular. Likewise, right after that episode, I wanted to kind of expand on some of the things that we talked about because I do think it's important for people to understand some of the tricks, tips, hacks, if you will, of understanding abundance and prosperity and things of that nature and how it works in African spirituality. So I've gotten a few questions about an abundance mindset because this is something that so many different people have challenges with, especially in today's world when you come from the dynamic of of religion such as Christianity where you're taught, you know, that wealth is not something to be, you know, desired or admired. Instead, you're supposed to be satisfied with whatever you have. And even so, the notion that the love of money is the root of all evil. Sometimes people get it mixed up and they actually say money is the root of all evil. That's like the more common expression. So that's even worse because now people think that, you know, you're not supposed to desire money in the least bit. And likewise, there was a lot of miseducation during the colonial times and the slavery times whereby a lot of black people were indoctrinated that it is better to not have, to not be abundant, that, you know, poverty was actually a blessing is something that makes you more pious, something that gets you closer to heaven or what have you. Whereas in African spirituality, this notion was never taught. So unfortunately, due through the transatlantic slave era and the colonization efforts and so forth and so on, there are a lot of black people who believe in this notion that, you know, wealth is not something to be desired, you know, it's not something that you should go after and so forth and so on. Well, African spirituality teaches very different principles on abundance, on an abundance mindset. And so do let me stop here and just first define what an abundance mindset is, at least what I mean by it when I'm referring to it throughout this particular episode. So abundance is more than just money, just finances. Abundance is more about the way you feel having an optimistic attitude towards everything in your life. So it could be, you know, your sense of joy, emotional joy, happiness, fulfillment, satisfaction, an abundance um, of children, right? So children were very, very important in African society, still are, but we're moving away from that notion of larger families and things like that as more and more um, African people groups adopt Western philosophy on children and child rearing and even more so just the economics of having a lot of children is just not the same as it was in previous times. So that is a major, major factor that has impacted our um African communities abroad and even right here in the U.S. and other places in the world. So abundance 
is all of those things. It is finances, abundance mindset, rather also includes money and finances because that is at the core of our material existence in the world that we live in today. But again, abundance is all of those things. Being optimistic is part of just an abundance mindset overall. Having enough or more than enough rather of anything that is going to contribute to your overall well-being that is an abundance mindset so african spirituality or african spiritual principles teach that we are supposed to desire those things even you know the way people speak coming from that particular context is always positive it's not it's just ingrained in the society in the culture that you speak positivity that you speak blessings upon yourself, your family, and even so others. That is just a huge commonality throughout African cultures, um, regardless of whether the people are still practicing African spirituality or not. There's just been a theme throughout African society because we understood the importance of our words. Words are very, very powerful. Even the Bible so teaches that, you know, the power of life and death is in the tongue because it is. We speak with our mouths and those things can manifest into reality. It's not that every single thing that you say does. However, if you continuously, repeatedly speak the same things, those things are going to manifest after so long. Likewise, um, your thoughts, your thoughts are very powerful uh, because actually your words are just a manifestation of your thoughts, what you're thinking. And obviously your actions would then likewise be the manifestation of the combination of your thoughts and your words. So in African cultures in general, it's just normal. It's just a common part of society to speak positivity and to think positively regardless of what your circumstances. So you're still speaking on the positive aspects of life, no matter how bad things are in your life. You're just supposed to continuously believe in the notion that things are going to work out. Things are going to get better. Things are going to be beneficial for you your family or whomever you are speaking on or thinking about. So this is the culture that we came from, that our four parents taught and we just walked in. So when we transitioned to American society, there are a lot of things that just transpired beyond just slavery, but just the poisoning, the toxins and the things that are in our environment oftentimes cause people to think and speak negatively. But that is not part of our indigenous culture or heritage as Africans people groups. So when we come to the context of abundance and the developing an abundance mindset, according to African spirituality, the reality is, is that that notion doesn't really exist in African culture because that's just something that is ingrained in you from birth, just to speak positive, to speak blessings and things like that over your life. But obviously, many of us, not only through Christian indoctrination, but just the circumstances of life. And as I said before, there's a whole lot of poisons and toxins in the food that we eat, the air that we breathe, the water and the other liquids that we drink that actually cause people to think negatively, believe it or not. So 
one of the things that you definitely want to be mindful of is what's going on in your environment, what's, what you're putting in your body and so forth and so on. Certain things you can't help, of course, like the air that you breathe or what have you. However, you can control the foods and um, things like that, the liquids, whatever you drink, etc. And you should try to do those things. But I'm coming at this more so from a spiritual perspective, African spirituality, to be exact. So what are some ways that you can or you should be cultivating an abundance mindset according to African spiritual traditions? One of the things that's most important in this dynamic is doing self edifying ritual work. So what I mean by that is anything that supports your aura or that spirit that walks with you. Now, of course, there are ways to do this according to um, the tradition that you practice. So any file that will be related to ori work. So it could involve rituals that, you know, you're going to do sacrifices and things like that to ori, but also doing things to ori to just strengthen your mind as well outside of the dynamic of having to do a an animal sacrifice or give an offering or what have you. Those, those components are very critical. And I think you should work with those if you are working with African spirituality. That's, you know, again, like I according to the Ifa tradition. Other traditions have similar modes or mechanisms of appeasing that particular personal deity that walks with us. Aside from that, there is individual work. So you can go and possess like an, an Ori icon or something like that and work with your deity on a day-to-day basis. That's excellent form of ritual work. If you are practicing something like hoodoo or voodoo, there's a lot of candle mag- magic and candle work that you can integrate into your practice in order to support your the spirit that walks with you, your Ori if you will, um, in order to elevate it. So a lot of this will come from meditative types of practices, visualization, um, just straight out meditation, you know, speaking positively to yourself. That is a part of African spirituality, not necessarily in the same way as we see it being performed in the Western world, but times have changed. We evolve as people. We have to deal with the dynamics that we live within day to day life. So you can integrate some of the practice from like Hinduism or what have you, where you're doing mantras or chants or what have you, or you can make up your own affirmations and speak those because an affirmation is an affirmation at the end of the day, whether you are saying I am and, you know, putting whatever words that you need to put behind it in order for you to change your mindset on whatever you're trying to work on. It's the same notion as in African spirituality when you're walking around and just speaking blessings over yourself, over your family and things like that. It's the same notion. You may just not be saying it in the language or chanting it or doing, you know, an incantation or something like that in the exact same way. But the the notion, the ideology is the same. So that's part of it. That's I would say the number one part of it, because Your personal deity is the one that works with you and helps you to move forward in your journey. So you need excellent, thorough support working with that particular spirit. So that's one way. So many different ways to do it. It's best for you to find a way that resonates with you. So don't do it just because somebody says that this is the way it 
should be done or it has to be done because there are multiple ways that you can integrate this particular process into your own life, into your own experience. There's, it's just basically what vibes with you, what is going to take you to the next levels, whether that's meditation, whether it's saying affirmations or working with mantras out of the, the Hindu belief system or um, doing visualization practices, doing a vision board. There are so many different creative ways that you can integrate this into your life. But that is number one, is to do work that supports and edifies yourself. Number two is definitely working with spirits of prosperity or spirits of wealth, right? So we talked about IG in a previous episode, but there are numerous spirits of wealth or that are linked to that dynamic of, of wealth and prosperity. So Shun is definitely important in that dynamic. Ezali Frida, when we're talking about the Haitian tradition, so many different, even Ezali Dato in, in the Haitian tradition is also connected to the dynamic of finances. So all of these deities, we can work with them in different ways. Now, I always caution people, don't just go out and set up an altar to a deity or spirit without understanding exactly what you're doing. Probably want to connect with a priest or a priestess, some type of spiritualist who can do proper connections between you and the spirit and you can work with that spirit so you can possess it in your home or you can set up an altar to it as long as you're doing it according to tradition um don't just go out and try to do things on your own if you're not familiar with these particular processes instead you know take your time and get this done properly um from a spiritualist that is within that system in Ifa, this would look like possessing a spirit pot where you can get it, you know, you can even get it shipped to you remotely or what have you. You're going to start working with that particular energy, giving it offerings and um, saying incantations and things like that to it. You can do it every day, right? It just depends on your particular circumstance or situation. I absolutely recommend you taking that path, but also understanding the tradition as a whole. Like we talked about in the episode with IG, don't just go and say I want an IG pie and not having a full understanding of Ifa and what it's about and what path that you should take when it comes to Ifa, because that's not typically the first Orisha that one will receive in according to the Ifa tradition. Unless there was some some particular reason for that to happen. Most often you're going to start with the hand of Ifa in the Ifa tradition. But, you know, it may just be that that comes up in a reading for you and you need to go down the path of IG first beforehand. So it just just depends on each individual's journey. Now, aside from working with the deities or the spirits of prosperity, you should also integrate a kosher, which is spiritual medicine, into your practice. So this is the same thing as herbalism, as root work, those types of things where we are going to integrate medicines, plants into our practice in order to help us to develop an abundance mindset. So herein, I'm not just talking about medicine to bring wealth into your life, but actually to help you to work on the way you think about money. Because 
pretty much any form of spiritual medicine is designed to do that, even though it's also going to bring in the dynamic of wealth. But you can absolutely connect with somebody and get some herbs to help you to reshape the way that you think about money and prosperity and things like that, where you just overall just have a more positive outlook and mindset when it comes to abundance or the things that you want in your life. And again, abundance can be anything, even health. Like if you want an abundance of health and you're having trouble thinking in that way that you can achieve good health in your life, You can actually take spiritual herbs and remedies and things of that nature to help you out with that dynamic. So these are ways that you can cultivate an abundance mindset, utilizing principles of African spirituality. There's so many dynamics involved in this. Don't let the notion of tradition stop you because, yes, these are traditions but traditions evolve, right? We don't always do the same, do the things in the same way. We are going to evolve and progress according to the society that we find ourselves in. In which case, you can incorporate elements that you may not necessarily think of as tradition, but it could very well be tradition because a lot of times people you know have this notion of things just being old and from the past and having to be strictly in one way just for it to be considered tradition but that's not necessarily the case at the end of the day you want to use things that are going to work for you and help you get to the next level in your journey so with that being said i'm going to go ahead and close here so i'm going to go ahead and say ashe Have a very blessed and beautiful day and beyond.